There was some good, there was some bad, there was some ugly for the Hoosiers over the weekend. It was a weekend full of action. The men's and women's basketball teams pick up big victories. Uh, The men's team over an unranked team, the women's team over a ranked rival, while the soccer team falls in the Big Ten tournament final, and something happened in that football game that we're going to try to talk about in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, November 15th. This is Locked On Hoosiers your daily source for IU Athletic News, analysis. Just a fun time to get you guys caught up on everything going on Hoosier-related. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. And it was an action-packed weekend. We talked at the end of last week about how much stuff was going on this weekend. There was almost certainly guaranteed to be some good, to be some bad. Played out differently across each uh, game men's basketball, women's basketball, men's soccer, football. We're going to touch on all of those games, the main takeaways from them. But first, I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Hoosiers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Hoosiers. Huge, huge, huge shout out to you guys. Last week was the biggest week in the podcast history. Thank you, thank you for that. As always, you can subscribe to the Locked on Hoosiers wherever you're listening to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. We're going to jump into it because I'm going to try to squeeze everything into this episode today. Uh, We're going to start with the wins because those are a lot more fun to cover. We're going to talk about the women's and men's basketball wins in the first two segments. We're going to squeeze the losses into one segment because those aren't nearly as fun to talk about. Women's basketball team on Sunday afternoon picked up an 88-67 to win over number 13, Kentucky. It was a second-half domination by the Hoosiers that probably has led to John Calipari trying to, canceling, trying to cancel this series as well. Uh, the Lady uh, Hoosiers won the second half 50-35. to they won or they won three of the four quarters. Second quarter was the only one they tied. Really controlled the game throughout. There was only a brief moment where they trailed. Mackenzie Holmes was absolutely dominant. Career high 29 points. We talked about in their opener how it was Nicole Cardano Hillary that picked up the slack, had the big game uh, as a role player on Sunday. It was the stars that stepped up. Holmes scored uh, the first 11 points of the game for the Hoosiers, started 6-6 from the field. 13 of those 29 points came in the first quarter. Grace Berger followed her with 19 points. Allie Patberg added excuse me, 16 points. The two of them had nine assists on the day. But uh, Nicole Cardano-Hillary still had a big game as well, 12 points, seven assists. Uh, Just an all-around team effort. The Hoosiers really, again, showed their depth just in a different way this time. Kentucky was down some bodies due to injuries and uh, got into foul trouble early. 
allowed the Hoosiers to control the game. And then the second half really wasn't that close, except for Ryan Howard for the Wildcats, was doing everything she could in the third quarter to keep her side close. She finishes with 23 points on 9 of 18 shooting. Uh, but ultimately it wasn't enough. The Hoosiers just had too much. Um, Mackenzie Holmes, again, just an impressive performance from her. A number of times she got behind the Kentucky defense on fast breaks for some easy layups. Grace Berger and Allie Patberg. It's going to be hard to find a pair of guards that are better than that in the Big Ten this season. Big shout out to the home crowd. This was the first home game with fans since February 2020. Obviously, a lot has happened between then and now with this women's basketball program. They deserved a big crowd for this game, and that's exactly what they got. It was an awesome crowd on the day. Hopefully, and it it should be commonplace moving forward for this team because this is a really, really good team. They showed it on Sunday. That was a pretty good Kentucky team, even if they were undermanned. Uh, one of the best guards in the SEC and Ryan Howard um, and the Hoosiers more or less controlled that game from start to finish, save for a few moments. Kentucky put on a press, I believe in the second quarter, that the Hoosiers struggled with, but they couldn't really go back to it because of foul trouble. So um, big victory for the Hoosiers in their second game of the season, first against a ranked opponent. There is a good chance there we have top five Indiana uh, when the new polls come out. Number seven, Illinois lost against Arizona. Um, the Hoosiers were number seven, number eight in the two polls. And then number three, Stanford lost just before the IU game. If you tried to tune into the IU game, you saw the end of the Stanford-Texas game. So you saw number three, Stanford lose. Pair those two losses with Indiana beating a ranked team. There's a really good chance we have top five Indiana on. Well, I'm not sure when the polls up come out. Whenever the polls come out, exciting, exciting uh, times for this women's basketball program. You guys need to be tuning in because this is a really fun team, a really deep team, and a team that has legitimate Final Four aspirations this year. So they will be back in action on Tuesday against Norfolk State. They have a couple of easier games before they play the aforementioned Cardinals of Stanford on Thanksgiving. So exciting season, exciting games coming up. Big win for the Hoosiers on Sunday. The men's team also picked up a big win. Not sure how many people saw it because of Big Ten Network Plus, but we're going to talk about that in the second segment here in one moment. hope you guys are taking part in prize picks, the leader for daily uh, college fantasy sports prize picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world offers all the stars of the power five teams. You have all your mid-major players as well. Bunch of them you guys probably haven't even heard of. They have college basketball. I believe they have women's college basketball as well. Uh, We we're obviously going to talk about both of those teams for the Hoosiers. So, no excuse not to go um, take a look at prize picks. Also, all users that deposit and use promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So jump in there, get your free money, 
you can pick up to two to five players, pick the over under on their prop, and win up to 10 times your entry. It's awesome. It's easy. There's even mixed sports entries if you want to mix up some NFL with some NBA, some college basketball with some um, NHL, whatever it is, you guys can mix and match. Don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com and use promo code locked on or go to the app store, download their app today. Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. Who's your men's basketball team made uh, their contest on Friday look easy as well? There was no letdown this time. The Hoosiers win 85 to 49 over Northern Illinois. And what was a thoroughly, thoroughly dominant defensive performance. Uh, Indiana held Northern Illinois to 2 of 11 from the three-point line. We mentioned in Friday's episode that Northern Illinois was coming off an upset win over Washington. And that game they shot 12 of 23 from three. So not only did the Hoosiers limit their makes, they just straight up eliminated their attempts, suffocating defense. Trace Jackson Davis led the way in the interior, seven blocks on the night, fourth most in a single game all time in program history. Obviously, I don't need to tell you how storied the program is, so a huge night for him. Northern Illinois finished the game with more turnovers at 23 than field goals at 14. They shot 30% from the field, 14 of 46. Uh, 19 of their 49 points came at the free throw line. Maybe a little too aggressive at times defensively, but you will absolutely take it from the Hoosiers who just swallowed up Northern Illinois whole. I think what we can take away from these first two games is that defense is going to be the calling card for this team. Um, They're everywhere. They are aggressive, physical. They have a lot of bodies they can throw at you. So especially early on, I think the defense is going to lead the Hoosiers. Offense, there was some improvements. Uh, The Hoosiers go 8 of 23 from the three-point line. I know that's where everybody's immediately going to look. That's 34.7%. Uh, You could round it up to 34.8 as the Hoosier website does. It's better. It's not good enough. It's especially, I don't know, odd, interesting that eight different players made three-pointers. Nobody made more than one three on the night. So uh, Parker Stewart, who again is kind of tabbed as the sharpshooter on the team, we saw early in that Eastern Michigan game, goes 0-4 from three. And Miller Kopp. The other guy who's the long-range specialist goes 0 of 1. So those two go 0 of 5. The rest of the team goes 8 of 18. I think you'll take that from the rest of the team. You're just going to need those guys to contribute uh, on a more night-to-night basis. There's still concerns offensively. That seems to be the end where it's going to be a work in progress as the season goes. Guard play was better. Xavier Johnson had 13 points, was 4 of 5 from the field. Um, Rob Finnessy chipped in five points, um, on just two attempts. He got to the line a couple times. So it was better overall offensively, both in terms of the three point shooting and the guard play. It was better in a sense that there was no let up this time. They kept the foot on the gas, kept the foot on the throat, as Trace said after Tuesday's game, and they come away with the big victory. 
overall, this has been a good start for the Hoosiers through the first two games. If you look at split it into each half, so the first half versus Eastern Michigan plus Friday, the Hoosiers have won 121 to 68. Just absolutely dominant, just shy of doubling up their opponent. That second half against Eastern Michigan, though, they lose 43-32. So you kind of expect those blips a little bit in a new system with a first-year head coach. Hopefully it was kind of a one-time thing that IU got out of its system. Certainly didn't show any signs of it on Friday, picking up a big victory. They're going to be tested now, though. Uh, There is no cupcake. Um Awaiting them in the next one, they're going to have their first real big game, one of their only big non-conference games at home against St. John's. Ken Palm ranks St. John's number 46. So the Hoosiers are going to provide us with a lot more answers on Wednesday. Uh, We will certainly preview that game later this week. While the men's and women's basketball teams were successful uh, the men's soccer and football teams were not certainly had a lot to talk about on those two fronts. Uh, we'll squeeze those together in the last segment, but first, if you guys haven't tried built bar already, you're missing out. I've talked a lot about them. I'm all out. I will have to look to get my next order soon, but, uh, I mean, they say it's a protein bar. It's not your mom and dad's protein bar. It's not chalky, not waxy, not hard to choke down. A built bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. Tastes like a candy bar, but they are as healthy as can be for you. They're low in carbs, low in calories, uh, low in fat, low in sugar, high in protein. There's so many flavors for you guys to choose from as well. I had the blueberry muffin limited time flavor and the cookies and cream. You also have raspberry, you have mint brownie, you have coconut, salted caramel, cherry barcia. There's a ton. As I said, they're adding limited time flavors um, every couple of days. So head on over there, check them out. They're they're delicious, guys. I can't wait for my next order. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15. For 15% off at built.com. We will start with the less ugly of the two losses from the weekend. Uh, Big Ten tournament final. The Hoosier men's soccer team falls 3-0 to Penn State. Slightly deceiving scoreline. Based on the stats, Penn State wasn't necessarily three goals better than the Hoosiers. It was a pretty evenly matched game. But Penn State was more clinical, and that's the difference in these high-state games. Uh, The further into the tournament you get, the further into the year you get. And Hoosiers learned a tough lesson on Sunday. After going three years without losing any trophy handed out by the Big Ten, they lose both the regular season and tournament title for the conference this season. Penn State captures both. They scored in the 36th minute, go into halftime up one nothing, added goals in the 56th and 85th minute to cap it off. Indiana actually outshot Penn State 17-13, but the 
Nittany Lions had more shots on goal at seven to six. The Hoosiers just could not find the back of the net on the night. Frustrating loss. But again, as I said, a bit of a wake-up call because this is the absolute last time you can have a loss. And whether frustrating or not, got to find a way to win. Because the tournament is set to start. The selection show is at 1 p.m. on Monday. Depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already happened. The Hoosiers are in an interesting position. The top 16 teams are seeded in the tournament and receive a first-round bye. Uh, It's really important to get one of those spots because the rest of the tournament is um, sorted geographically. Right now, based on RPI, uh, which was last updated on November 7th, so a week ago, the Hoosiers are 16th in RPI. Uh, That does not include their win over Northwestern, um, but it's going to be tight for Indiana. I don't think there's going to be an update before the selection show, but the Hoosiers are going to probably be on the edge of one of the last teams announced um, for the buys, but we will know more on Monday afternoon about who's in the Hoosiers kind of little pod whether they're a seeded team, whether they're going to get that first-round buy or not. The big things you want to avoid if you're the Hoosiers, obviously you want to wait to play Maryland and Penn State as long as possible as they've been the two bugaboo teams for them in the conference. You don't want to play Marshall anytime soon either. Uh, Everybody is aware, IU fans, of how good Marshall is. They did lose in the Conference USA tournament, but they've been ranked all season long, so... They've still got quality. The Hoosiers saw it firsthand. I would say those three teams are certainly the ones you want to avoid early on. Makes it all the more important to be a seeded team and not run into any uh, chance of playing any of those teams um, anytime soon. So exciting times that they will be in the tournament, as always, has become tradition. They could be a seeded team. We'll talk about it on Tuesday's episode, where they're at, who they're going to be with whether they're a seeded team or not. Lastly, certainly leastly, Indiana football falls 38-3 to to Rutgers. I've said a couple times the Hoosiers hit rock bottom. This is yet again rock bottom. They're finding new rock bottoms. Um, I think the main thing from this game that's clear is changes have to be made now. Um, again, I, I've said many times I don't like to say Players have given up on a team or a system or a coach. Um, What's happening right now is not working. And I think if changes are made, you send a message that this is not acceptable. And by the time you're listening to this, changes may have been made. Uh, I do not know, but changes will have to be made once the season is over for certain. This is a lost season. There is no silver lining. The bucket perhaps, but you're playing a ranked Purdue team, you're going to have to upset them for that bucket. It's a Purdue team that's already bowl eligible. This is a lost season. There's no point in trying to ride it out. Nothing, everything's gone wrong. I'm not even sure what the coaching staff is doing in terms of approaching the quarterback position. Donovan McCauley came out on Saturday as a starter, fumbles a snap early on, Rutgers recovers. And he's pulled 
and they put in Jack Tuttle, and it looked like they were just going to ride with Jack Tuttle, and will have and would have effectively burnt McCauley's red shirt for a couple of snaps. Jack Tuttle gets injured because it's inevitable behind that offensive line this season. He was clearly not 100%. He was limping around during the game, even before he left with an injury. McCauley comes back in. He fumbled again. There were six turnovers on the day for the Hoosiers. Um, Just an embarrassing performance. Shameful, whatever word you want to use. All the momentum gained last year is just gone. Um, This is still a program that is a losing us in all time in the NCAA. This was a reminder of it this year. I still believe in Tom Allen. I still have full faith in him. The LEO mentality is getting put under one hell of a stress test right now, though. It's going to be interesting to see how this program, this coaching staff, this team rebounds to finish out the year. I, I don't even know if there'll be a rebound but heading into the to the offseason and moving forward because this has been a wholly disappointing season. There's a real chance that the Hoosiers don't pick up a Power 5 win this season. They are, I believe, a six-and-a-half-point underdog against Minnesota uh, for next week, and then they're absolutely going to be an underdog against Purdue. So they're going to have to pull off an upset just to get a Power 5 win this year. Unbelievable, unfathomable if you would have told me this in August. Uh, we were talking eight and four, nine and three, six and six being like this baseline. They may not even get a win over a power five team. It's hard to believe we got to this point, but just another reason why things can't stay the same after this. So as I said, there may have been changes already. We'll see. We'll talk about them on Tuesday if there were. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. As I said, we'll be back Tuesday, certainly talking about um, men's soccer, where they're going to be in the tournament, potentially some changes for football, and we have a basketball game on Wednesday coming up. We're going to preview here uh, in the next couple days. So as always, thanks for leaving your feedback, your ratings, your reviews. Uh, Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. All that great stuff. You guys know the drill. Most importantly, though, have a great Monday in LEO.